Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Layton's Podcast. As previously done a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago, I have done a Q&A and that did a really, really good impression. It had a really, really good, strong connection with you fans. I really did appreciate all the stuff that people were sharing and all that and all that good stuff that comes between it. So I thought I'd do another one. Now I've got just a couple of questions for now, about 10 to 15 questions that I'll do and then I'll probably break this into a two-parter because there'll be another couple of questions flowing through during the next day or so. So guys, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. All right, we're back for another episode. Let's get straight into it, guys. You already know how this is done. I basically answer the questions you've asked me on our Instagram at Lanes Media underscore. First questions, I've got a nice couple of questions from my mate, Goat Reggie at Kieran Fitzgerald, mate. Great for, great for the questions, brother. He asked me a nice different variety of questions, which is great to see. He said, first one, will the Hornets make the playoffs this upcoming season? I definitely think they'll make the play-in. I definitely think they'll make the play-in. I just have to see how they fit. I really need to see what Mason Plumlee is going to offer there. What Kelly Oubre's role is going to be? Are they going to look to start him and maybe ship off on Gordon Haywood? That could be a possibility. Who's going to start next to Lamelo? Is Terry Rozier? Obviously, he will start on Gordon Haywood, you assume. But is PJ Washington going to start? Or is Miles Bridges going to start? I think they need to start Miles Bridges. I think he's got a really, really good fit with Lamelo. But that's neither here or there. Or they could do the option where they start both PJ and Miles Bridges. You know, and they go young, kind of smallish ball, but a lot of run and gun. I think they make the play in. I think at the moment. I think they might just be one more year away from making the playoffs. So right now I'll say no, but I definitely think that they can make it. Next question, he's got Cleary's chin or Pappy's mullet. What is more filthy? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> See, I both like these boys, and I know you've got a bit of a connection to Reggie to Pappy's mullet. I have myself had a nice mullet in my time. It has been very flowing, so... No, oh, jeez, you can't say Cleary's chin, can you? Fuck, that's pretty, that's pretty dodgy. I mean, it is what it is. It's just a chin. Uh, what's more, I'll go Pappy's mullet because that is fucking horrendous. Like, it's so bad, it's good. Like, it's just out there. So I'll say Pappy's mullet for now. Next question you asked me, Panthers or Storm in the preliminary finals? Mate, you, you know where this is going. Like, come on, let's be honest here. Come on, man, I got Penny. I got Penny all the way now. I think we're going to be very, very, it's going to be a hard win if we get the win, but jeez, you got to have faith in your team. With the only four teams remaining... Look, South beat us, then we beat Para. I think Melbourne, this can work to their... I'll be the biggest advantage they have or the biggest disadvantage they have. If we don't have Toto and Kikiao, we will not win. I absolutely believe that. Toto is a massive out. Kikiao is whatever, but we won without Kikiao and Toto. But I just don't think that we can do that two weeks in a row, and especially not against the Storm, who's the best team to comp. But if they're healthy and fit, I think it's anyone's chance. Hart says... Hart always says... Always. Always says Penny, but I'll probably go to Storm if I'm being, you know, an actual calculator risk. But come on, Penny. All right, next question he's got. Had to start an NBA team, build a big three, and why? Okay, so I'm going to go youth. I'm going to go youth, right? And the way I'll, I'll do it, first player, easiest easiest player to choose, Luca. Luca is dead set the kiddies. He's going to be dead set the best player in the league in two to three years' time. Secondly, I'm going Giannis. That's pretty easy. He can definitely have a bigger season this season. He can probably get the MVP game if you ask me. Like, I think it's him and Lucas to win. Um, just coming off what he did, you know, he's got the championship now, so he doesn't really have a lot of pressure. And I think that's going to be either the best thing for him or the worst thing for him. But I reckon the, I definitely think it'll be the best thing for him. And third player, 
Jeez. So I've got a nice point slash wing in Luca. I've got an unstoppable gun in Giannis. Because I'm starting an NBA team and I want it to be good for 10 to 15 years. Like I can take a KD, I can take a... I can take, you know, a, a LeBron, but I want him to be good for, you know, a, a, a long, long time. I'll go t- Jason Tatum, and that might be a bit of an out-there pick, but I think Tatum, he's got the potential to be a real superstar in this league. I think he's, you know, absolute ability to score any level. He's got a great handle on him. He can shoot the ball. I think Tatum would be a nice pick, and I think Tatum's going to be, you know, maybe a player that could definitely be a all-NBA player this season. Depending on what team he does, I'm not too sure, but he can definitely be an all-NBA team. So, that's my big three. Luca, Giannis, Tatum. Guys, let me know what you guys think. Reggie, let me know what you think. I think that's a pretty tough, a pretty tough big three. Six man of the year this year upcoming. That's an easy, easy one for me. I already said it. D-Rose. I think D-Rose is the year. I think New York's going to have a little bit more publicity on them, especially that they made the playoffs. And look, they had lost 4-1, but you look at the team. They had the cattle they had. No one expected them to make the playoffs. I didn't even expect them to be in a sniff of the playoffs. So, for them to make the playoffs, massive success. So, I would say... D-Rose, six minutes a year. It's a great comeback story too. If they stay healthy, they'll be in a good content. And Kemba Walker, Derek Rose is great insurance for him. So if something happens to Kemba Walker, I reckon he will definitely be six minutes a year. Now, last question Reggie asked me. The nicest slash cleanest basketball shoes right now, for example, he said Kevin Durant. I think the cleanest pair, the cleanest like model right now, it's hard. Because like back, back a couple of years ago, I was like so into it. I was like, oh man, like I just... I just could tell you when, where, what was dropping, you know, this and that. At the moment, I don't like the new KD-14s that much. I don't think they're very nice aesthetically. Um, I do like the Puma RS Dreamers aesthetically, right? Just as a look of the shoe, I like them a lot. I think they're a nice, clean-looking shoe. But I don't think that they're a great performer. Now, I can, I have a lot of good mates like Mossy and ETH. They wear them consistently and they love them, right? So it does depend on what your foot is. But aesthetically-wise, I think the Puma Irish Dreamers are a clean shoe. It's a really nice shoe. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. There's not, there's not a heap. I think the Paul George 5s, they're okay. But yeah, I'd say right now, I'll, I'll go I'll go to the Puma Irish Dreamers. And if you asked me a couple of years ago, if I'm asked, if I'm saying the best-looking basketball shoe is a Puma, yeah, yeah, I'd be saying you'd be joking. You know, so that's a... That's a crazy up crazy up from Puma. Now we've got a couple of questions from the mate Morgi More Chili. He asked me, should NRL be more like NBA Origin where they have, you know, a little bit more of a series instead of a one off game? I think especially in the fi- in the finals, he says, I think it's definitely an option and I think it's definitely an option for them to make a lot more money as the NRL, because more games means more money for the televising rights and more money for them in their pocket. But in saying that, you'd have to play to, you'd have to pay the players more. And I think that would be the big part where the NRL will probably kick back. But it's saying that if you can make more money and you can try to make this game more international, because I think that's what it needs to be. We're an international sport, but are we really an international sport? Like, if that makes sense. Like, it's basically Australia, New Zealand, and, you know, you've got Samoa, Tonga right now, Papua New Guinea, Fiji. But apart from that, if you're not in that Southeast, South, South Royal Asia region, like, well, England plays it, I get that, but they're not super, super into it as much as I think. So I think they need to make it bigger. So, yeah, I definitely think it can be an option. But the games have to be like a best of three. It can't be a best of seven because it's just too too long in the weeks. I think you can knock them out round the round, week to week, like Origin. I think that would be a good option. But yeah, at the moment, as a fan, I'd love to see it, but I just don't know how it would work. 
but I, as a fan, I'd love to see it. If you said if Lane's released merch in, and there'd be a couple of brands that'll be inspired by, what would they be? So I'm a big fan right now. My big, my favorite fan, uh, brand right now is Earl's Collection by Lewis Brown. I really like their stuff. I just got a couple of pairs of his shorts in the Earl's Collection shorts. They're very, very nice, very clean, very fresh. I like what that stuff that they're doing. You know, it's it's kind of a minimalistic vibe, but it's a clean vibe. You know, I, I like that type of stuff now. Now going into into you know a little bit older, twenty four, twenty five. Less is more for me. I like just natural, easy colors, like like a black and a white or a pastel. You know, type, those types of colors. I kind of like my shoes do the talking. If you if you if you know me, you know my shoes basically do the talking. You know, I have too many shoes as it is right now. But yeah, I would say merch spite earls. I I do like I like Eric Emanuel shorts. I like them. I like pleasures a lot. I like pleasures a lot. I like some of the stuff they're doing. But yeah, I would say probably right now, Earth Collection. A lot of their stuff's really cool. Their seventh collection, I reckon, is one of their best. I did miss out on getting a couple of t-shirts that I really, really wanted back in the day because at the moment, I just didn't know what the sizing was. But that was a definite, you know, miss. Hopefully, they bring that back out. But yeah, I'd say Earl's Collection right now by Lewis Brown. I think he's going to be a really, really big star in the fashion industry, especially in Australia and New Zealand. He asked me, next question, top five fast food in Australia. Now, this is the question I was been waiting for. Now, this is, this is big time. Now, if, if you know me, I don't mind a burger. Every now and then, right? And I have it down, I reckon, to a science. So the five I'm going to put in there, so I would say, you know, it's a tough one, right? It's definitely a tough one because there's so many people that have different opinions and, you know, at the end of the day, their opinions are their opinions, right? And, you know, I can't really change them, but if, if it was me, you know, in in a, in a particular order, I'll go in a particular order, I'll go number five for Porto, and that could be to a lot of people, you know, disgraceful and this and that. But I have it right now, or Porto. I think the Porto is very good. It's pretty consistent. Their Prego sauce is cracked. It's probably the second best sauce you can buy as a condiment ever, in my opinion, if you ask me from a fast food in Australia. I definitely think a Porto is up, in, up, and, up and in there. Their burger is really good. I usually get the, the Prego or the Tropo. I'm a big fan of pineapple on my burgers and pizzas. Don't at me on that. That is a dead set, obvious, easy one for me. So I'll say a Porto number five. Number four, I'll go Hungry Jacks. And to a lot of people, Hungry Jacks might be better than Macca's and better than a Colonel or better than my other option, which a lot of people will not know unless you know me. But I think Hungry Jacks is consistent. It's good. Their fries are kiddies. Their fries are really good. But if I'm going there and I'm getting a burger, I'm getting the large bacon deluxe or I'm getting the large Whopper with cheese. And I am dead set loving that. I sometimes I used to go after basketball after a game. Us and the boys just go to Hungry Jacks, mate. You can get the you get the bacon deluxe combo, upsize it for an extra dollar. You get extra two sides. That's the Mickey. That's the Mickey Mouse. That's the kitties. That's the ripstick. Now we're gonna go third. Mac is for me. Mac is for me third. And a lot of people might have that at number one. I think it's too inconsistent. Mac is. And I I get you know people say well it's Mac is what do you, what do you expect? But you know like when I go to Mac is I I don't mind waiting five minutes if I know it's fresh. And my Macca's meal, my go-to, I get a large double cheeseburger, right? No onion and pickles. I do like pickles, but the Macca's pickles are just like, they're, they're, just, they're not a pickle for me. The onions are whatever. I'm not a massive fan of onions. Yeah, I know a lot of people might be, hey, what's doing alert, this and that, but I don't like panther. I don't like onions. I don't really care. That's what the panther says. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, I don't like onions that much, but I will, like, if, like sometimes if they're on there, I'll just eat them. If I'm pissed, I'll eat them. Um... Yeah, and then I'm going six, tw- 10 nuggets, all right, on the side. If they do have the 24 nuggets there, yeah, I'm going to buy the 24 nuggets. It's actually economically better. You know, an extra $2, you know, I might I might be more peckish for a, a little bit more nuggets. And if I don't eat them all, I know the boys or someone that I'm with, they'll definitely eat them. So I'm happy to do that. 
and then I'm usually going large Coke, no ice. If you get Coke, you got to get it with no ice because, as we all know, the Coke, it's, it is not Coke. It's Macca's Coke, right? It's different. And that Coke, the ice, it waters down. It's not a great flavor. And I I, 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 I am, I have this Coca-Cola stuff to a science, right? Now, if you know me, uh, my favorite drink on earth is, is, is cola. It's cola, right? But I, I have it to a science. I think the best cola is Pepsi, right? Pepsi is the best for me. That's what that's what I like. That's what I that's what I that's what I mess with. But Coca Cola, there's too many different variations of it. If you ask me, so if you, if if you if you want to know a little bit more about Coca Cola, Coca Cola in a 375 can, it tastes different to a 600 ml bottle. Okay, but a 600 ml bottle tastes different to a 1.25 liter bottle or 1.5 liter bottle, whatever it is. And then the 1.25 and the two liters, they taste the same. Now, I am on account and record that that is a fact. It is a way of life. The little 300 or 200 mil bottles, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty safe to say that they'll taste more like a 1.52 liters. But the 600 mil, the 375, and the 1.25 and 2 liters, they're all different tastes. And that's why I have Pepsi different. Now, a lot of people say you're on the, you're on the party rugs, this and that. It's a fact. It is a dead set fact. I'm telling you, I will do a test blindfolded. Right now, I'm on a soft drink ban. I haven't had any soft drinks since... Jesus, I think it's like either late July or late June or early July. And if you don't know me, that's pretty big. I haven't had a I had, last time I had a, a drink of alcohol was with my mate Giddens for his birthday. So I've been off. I've been off the beer, off the soft drinks. You know, I've been basically drinking water. I don't mind myself a little hot chocolate or chocolate milk there, but I haven't really been drinking anything else. Lockdown does help that because I don't really have the craving to go out. If I'm out and about, usually I have a couple of beers, a couple of stone and woods go down a treat any day of the week, any day that ends up why stone and wood goes down well. But yeah, I think Coca-Cola, different. But I know I've gone on the tangent there, but that's something you guys, if you're ladies listeners, you need to know. Pepsi, Pepsi in a canvas, Pepsi in bottles, different. But Coca-Cola, I'm telling you, try it, it's different. Blind tape, blindfold yourself, try it. I will do that one day. I'm telling you. Me and my mates definitely want to do it. Coach and Kit and Racine and Connor and Bear, they definitely want me to try it out. And I think it's a fact. It's a way of life, but that's just my opinion. Now, number two, we're going back to the fast food, Morgie. I'm sorry, mate. The Colonial Colonel, KFC number two. And that could be big for some people. Some people are like, what is doing? What is your number one? I'll get to my number one. Don't you worry. But the Colonel, Colonel, when you have that, when you have that stuff fresh, it's, it's almost like you're like, why don't I eat this nearly every day? And like the kernel for me, my go-to, depending on what I'm going, but I'm usually getting large in a box. That's a, that's a Mickey. I'm getting the three wings. But the thing is, I like the flats. I like the flats over the drumsticks. That's my opinion. I think the flats are better. The flats are much better. They're, they're easier to eat, if you ask me. They're fresher. The, the, the drumettes, I'm not a big fan of them. I don't fuck with them that much compared to other people. I know my good mate, Coach, loves a drumette. Loves a drumette. Loves it every day of the week, in and around. Loves a drumette. So I know he loves his drumette, but I love my wings. And then usually I'm going, you know, I'm getting some nuggets on the side because there's a big debate between Macca's Nuggets and KFC Nuggets. Gun to the head. Go on Macca's Nuggets because I can get the sweet and sour sauce there. Their sweet and sour sauce, un- unguardable, unmatchable, undefined. The kitties ripstick. That's my opinion, number two. But in saying that, KFC, if there's no chicken available, sometimes I rock up to KFC you got no chicken. Oh, sorry, we got no chicken. What the fuck am I going to eat then? Am I going to eat some fucking potato and gravy? Like, what am I, a peasant? Like, if, if there's no chicken there, what's doing? So that's the only good part, you know, with a with a colonial, with a Macca's, with a Hungry Jack's. They've got variety. And number one, the the best fast food, in my opinion, in Australia right now, a lot, a lot of people know it, 
if you're friends with me, you know it. I've probably taken you there already. Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. Now, every time I've gone there, it's been a treat. It's been an absolute treat. Now, for me, if you haven't had it, there's two locations in Sydney, New South Wales, sorry, Badu Bay, and there's one in, oh, where is it called? Oh, fuck. Oh, it's in southwestern Sydney. Where is it called? Oh, this is doing my head in. Oh, why don't I know what this is? I've, I've, I've gone there nearly every freaking three weeks when I just first opened. And I, I live in northwestern Sydney at the moment. I used to go, Horsley Park. No, not Horsley Park. What's it called? Weverall Park. Weverall Park. So for me, there's only two locations. So if you, if you can't really get there, get there. But if I'm, I'm dead, that's right. I reckon it's the best burgers, beef burgers in, in, in Australian fast food right now. Some people say it's just a glorified Hungry Jacks, this and that. But Hungry Jacks have the best beef burgers, if you ask me, right? So like at the end of the day, if they're a better Hungry Jacks, that means they're the best beef, best beef burgers in the town. So for me, I go there. If you go there, get the last large original Angus thick burger. You will not be disappointed. Get it, and then you get side. This is what you got to do, right? You got to go. It's a science side. Three fro- three or five, depending on what you want. Chicken tenders. You got to get the tenders. The Carl's Junior sauces, kitties, or you can have the smoky barbecue sauce. They're both great. Ranch they also have too. And then after I do that, I, mean, I eat it inside the restaurant, and then I go out. I get in my car. I go through the drive thru I whip through the drive thru I give myself a large chocolate thick shake with whipped cream. That is unguardable. I am putting it here. The best thick shake in New South Wales fast food right now. That is a fact. Every time I had it, it is it is the best thing I have ever tasted at that point in time. Like it is so good. I can't go there and not get a chocolate thick shake. It, I mean, whatever they're called. They are the best thing ever. They are so good. Better than Lego. Better than Lego. So for me, number one, Carl's Jr. Morge. I know you don't want to tuck into some fast food, brother. Mate, lock down hands. Let's go to Carl's Jr. and let's experience it, baby. It's the grouse. Don't worry. It won't be my first time. It's not going to be my last time having Carl's Jr. for a long, long time. But in saying that, today as I'm recording it, Five Guys has just opened in, in Penrith. And if we weren't, if it wasn't for lockdown, I would be having Five Guys or it would have been already in my mouth by now. That looks kiddies. I have a very good friend of the show, Mossy. He says to me that Five Guys... Chick-fil-A and Popeyes are all in that tier one in American fast food. Now, I haven't had American fast food. I like insane. I have, but I haven't had my Chick-fil-A, my Popeyes, or my or Five Guys. I'm definitely going to have Five Guys probably that day lockdown ends restrictions end. I'm probably shooting straight down the Penrith at the boys. That's probably going to be a kiddie's feed. But in saying that, and this is a good one, if you guys know me, if lockdown ended and I had some free time, which at the moment I, I basically do, I'm only doing uni right now, if they said, all right, we're opening up a pop-up Chick-fil-A in Perth next week. The only way you can, you can't fly there. The only way you can get there is drive. Tomorrow morning I'm leaving. I'm going to Perth and I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying Chick-fil-A. And a lot of people say, what the fuck are you talking about? You drive to Perth. I know it'd be that good. And it, look, it probably, I probably have it too, too much in my head. You know, but, oh, my God. I have watched too many Chick-fil-A Popeye reviews to to count. I need to I need to know what it tastes like. And if it was in Perth and it was only for a month, I'm going there. I don't care what you say. I'd go by myself, mate, listen to a couple podcasts on the way. Stop, mate. What a fucking time to be alive. But, yeah, that's just a little side topic there. I did get off topic on that, but five, Porto. Four, Hungry Jacks. Three, Maccas. Two, Colonial. One, Carl's Jr. 
Mossy asked me a question here, and his little bro even basically asked the same question. Who am I looking to get on the podcast? Any big names? Now, there's another question by Marcus for seeing keys. He said three dream podcast guests. I'm going to tie that all in. So the first one, I'll do three dream podcast guests. Well, I've already had my fate. Well, the dream person I wanted on this podcast from the beginning, that was Ice, Isaac John. I had him on the podcast. It's, a, it's, a, it's about 10 episodes deep right now. If you want to check that out, definitely check it out. It, 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 it was very much a starstruck experience for me. And in saying that, I don't get starstruck as much. Like when I was a kid, I used to get starstruck by everyone. Like anyone that was on the TV I used to get starstruck by. But him, he was, it was an out-of-depth, out-of-body experience. It was like I was kind of floating when I was talking to him. The more I got into the conversation, the less I became starstruck and the less I became, you know, more asking him questions and more just a free-flow conversation. But he was great to have on. I actually met him one time when, when he was on the, when, when we were both in Bondo one time. We luckily met. He, you know, like when you when you like someone so much, and then sometimes if you ever meet them, they're just like, "Oh, that guy's a bit of a flog." He's the complete opposite. He was a great person. Him and all his mates, they had Chico, oh, not Chico, they had Corey Norman, Scope, and the and the one that was super duper nice that recognised my shirt because I was actually wearing a YKTR shirt at the time, right? Go figure. It was Simi. Simi was one of the nicest guys I have ever met. He was a super nice guy. He said, "Bro, come inside. I'll get up. I'll personally let you meet Ice." And at that time, I was like, "No, nah, no, nah, it's all good." If I see him, I see him. He's like, "No, nah, no, nah, come in." I met him. You know, Ice took a photo with me. He, he, he was just. They were just really genuine guys. And since that, I know they put up a lot of stuff. But I'm always going to follow them. So he was one of my dream people to have on. If I'm shooting for the stars, Drake would be another person I'd have on. And it's because I just like to see what and how he would be, how he'd regulate. Because to me, it doesn't really seem... Like, the fame's obviously got... They get to everyone. But he seems like he's kind of been pretty normal since the beginning. Like, if you see some of his, uh, some of his you know, uh, some of his back, like, interviews, he's on radio, stuff like that, he's pretty much the same now. So I'd love to meet him. Another person I'd love to have on the podcast... Jeez, it's hard, because I can go LeBron, Michael Jordan. You know, they're, they're two obvious people I'd love to have on. Um... It's hard. It's very, very hard. Someone that would be super interesting. I'd actually like someone like a JJ Reddick, if you ask me, because, well, no, sorry, I'll go Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons for me, because I'll, in, in the podcast world, there's two podcasts that I, I consistently love listening to. I never get bored of Bill Simmons and JJ Reddick. I have to choose one, Bill Simmons, because I'm going Drake and Ice. I already had Ice. Actually, no, I'll go both of them. Bill Simmons and JJ Reddick. Bill Simmons, for me, he's the pod father. He created podcasts, he created this whole new wave of entertainment media, if you ask me, sports media. He is the goat for me. If I could ever have him on, it would be such a, such a pleasure. Um, yeah, another one, Mark Boris. I'd love to have him on. He's like for me the modern day ice. I, I, I like Mark Boris a lot, even though like I'm not super into businesses and that. Every time he talks, I listen and I do like his podcast a lot. Um, yeah, that's about it. Like there's so many people you'd love to have on. It's hard to narrow it down the three, but I would have told you first one would have been ice easily. You know, he was an obvious choice. And um, it's weird. It's crazy to me that I I had him on the on the podcast already. And I wish that I had done a couple more one-on-ones. And they're definitely going to come, guys. Don't worry. They're definitely going to come to one-on-ones. You know, one of my good mates has said, well, just do them on Zoom. You know, you can get heaps of them on Zoom. And I could definitely do that. But, like, I want to, I, I want to have that kind of create a relationship and a rapport when I'm with the person. And then I'm going to record, I'm going to have a camera, you know, at that time, at that time, you know, when lockdown ends, I'm looking to buy a camera right now as we speak, you know, right then, you know, and then you can watch the podcast, you can see the body tactic, the body, sorry, the body language and how we talk. And I think that's more of a better experience because nowadays people like watching podcasts. For me, I kind of like just listening to them. I don't really care, but I know a lot of guys like watching them. So I definitely have a couple of them. I know I'm definitely going to have on the podcast very, very soon, Tony Pulatua. 
he's going to be on there in the next couple of months, just depending on his availability. But he's definitely going to be on. We already had an agreement on that. If you don't know who Tony Pulitzer is, ex Penrith great. You know, he's actually someone that I've become friends with over the years. He's a great person. So yeah, I'll definitely have him on. But yeah, apart from that, I don't want to give anyone away. But yeah, three dream podcasts. I'll definitely have someone. It'd be it'd be Drake. I'd say I'll go I'll go LeBron. I already had Ice, and I'll probably go um, Bill Simmons. Uh, he also asked me, Marcus Racine, top three shoes you own currently. Um, that's easy. Jordan 4 Bread. Jordan 4 Bread is a dead set obvious one for me. That's probably the best uh, best bread, if you ask me, in my opinion. Like, that's just my best. My, that's my favorite for Jordan Jordan Bread. Um, it gets hard after that because there's no real, like, there's a, there's a lot of shoes I like, but, like, all to, like, like for, for a long time. Um, I'll go currently right now. I love. I, I'm a bit. Jeez, it's hard. It's 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 that's a hard question. It's it's a very hard question to to answer because there's a heap of shoes I've got. Um, jeez, if you ask me, I would say like I've got like sixty pairs of shoes, which is just it's too much. It's too much, obviously. And I'm getting I'm getting rid of a lot of these shoes, but I'll probably go right now. These Jordan, these Jordan one low OGs. The oh, not, they're not the shadow the. Neutral Grace, they're a really nice shoe. They're a really, really clean shoe. I'm really liking them. I'm actually holding them off, holding off wearing them for a little bit just because I think they're going to go up and up in price, and I might look to double up and get another pair of them. Um, but yeah, another another shoe, Jordan Five Toro for me. That was that was my grail. That was my grail of grails, and I was so lucky to get that this year. You know, for retail, you know, it's not a shoe that's going up and up in price, but back in the day, that shoe was dead set such a hard shoe to get. One time, I I, I got to hold it. And it wasn't even my size, but I was contemplating buying it. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to buy this for? It's $1,000. I couldn't even wear it. So that's a shoe that I will love forever. So yeah, Jordan 4 Bread, Jordan 5 Toro, Jordan 1 Low OG Neutral Grey. But I am in the hunt for these New Balance 990 V3s, Kif Genesis. If I get them, I think they'll be a very, very close contender for top three. He also asked me favorite food. Jeez, mate, this is so, so many good questions here on the, on the show. Love this. Um, I'll go consistent. What I usually have a lot. I usually have a couple burgers a week. You know, I love me burgers, and I don't mind traveling to go get a burger, right? And I don't really care where I go. I'll go. I'll go to bloody Bondi. I'll go to Penny. I'll go anywhere. If you got, to, if you tell me there's a good burger, I'll, I'll go there, mate. I don't care where it is, mate. You tell me Chick Fil A opens in Perth. I'm driving to Perth. I just said that on the podcast, you know. So, <laughs> mate, I don't really care where a good burger is. I do. I do every week, but get a get a get a pizza from Rick's restaurant. If you don't know what Rick's is, Rick's, Kellyville Ridge, the best pizzas in the district, if you ask me. Ask for Rick. Tell him Big Fella sent you. Mate, they are the grouse. They are so good. If you ask me, I love myself the Tropicana, but the prosciutto's, the prosciutto's good. Passes, carbonara. you got the polo. you got the pesto. Mate, they are all so good. You know, the Alfredo, they're so good. So for me, Italian, though. But favorite food, I, I, it, it changes for me. I love my chicken and chips, too. You know, probably I'll go right now, burger and chippies, you know, a little bit of fucking special Big Mac sauce or special sauce, and then I'm going to go, you know, a couple Black Deaths, surely a couple Black Deaths, you know, glass bottles, glass bottles too. Oh, I forgot to say glass bottles, they, they taste different too, Coca-Cola. But yeah, I'll go burger and, I'll go burgers, burger and chippies right now. That's that, that's something I'm craving right now. Um, Another question you asked me, top three underrated NBA players that will break out. Oh, geez. Whew, that's tough. That's super tough. I would say someone like an Emmanuel Quigley would break out, but like at now they have D Rose, Kemba Walker, 
you know, those players have a lot of them. I think he was going to break out, you know, this year if they didn't get Kembab, especially because, you know, you could you could make an argument of starting Emmanuel quickly. But I, I'll say I'll still say Emmanuel quickly. He's definitely got a chance. I, um, I think Terezi is a bit underrated right now, and I know he signed a big contract, but he was he, he's a really good player for that uh, Charlotte Hornets team. You know, if they have a chance of making the playoffs, he's going to be a massive instrumental part in that. So I would definitely say him. A lot of people don't like John Collins for some reason. I like him. I think he's fit with Trey Young. It's like he, it's a perfect fit for him. He's a perfect. It's kind of for me. Look, it, it could he doesn't really play as much like him, but it's kind of like a, a kitty. It's like I'm saying a kitty Steve Nash Amari Stoudemire type combination. You know, so I like John Collins, but he's not very underrated. But I'll go Emmanuel quickly one. I'll go Terry Rozier two, and Compazzo from Denver. He is underrated. He's a good player, man. He's super smart. He's got great passing, great ability. I don't know if he'll break out, but he could probably he'll, he'll probably start for Denver right now because that's what they started with in the playoffs, and they didn't really upgrade at point guard because we all know Jamal Murray's still injured. So I'll say. I think it's Fundano or Fumpazo, Compazo. I don't know. Compazo, the little point guard from Denver. He's a gun. He also asked me, best thing about your life? He said, go deep into this question. Um, it's pretty easy. It's it's not even that much of a question. It's it's honestly my friends. Like, my, my friends, I'm not, I'm not a person to say I have a lot of friends. And, you know, the way I look at it, I probably have a real strong, close five or six that I'll, that I'll consistently talk to. Um. I don't really talk to a lot of people from school. There's only one person I talk to from school, and he's in that five. Uh, you know who you are, Barnsley. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd say my friends because everything I do, they, I'm usually doing like the the best times I always have are always with my friends. You know, I got I got you know in no order. I got Barzi, I got Mossy, I got Coach Chrissy. You know, I got Zippy, I got Juice, I got Keys, I got Moss. You know, I got Tay. You know, I've got all these people. I got Ruby. You know, I got all these people that I'm really really good friends with. You know, and, I, and, I, and you know all those people that I, you know I, I care a lot for, and you know, I try to be there, and always I'm always talking to them. So you know, like I would say them, you know, just my friends, really, because everything I'm doing, I'm enjoying it and have fun. Um, yeah, I would say that. And the best thing about my life is the unknown too. That's another thing. Like I just don't know where my life's going to go, and that's like the craziest best thing for me because I think you know right now I'm, I'm on a path where. It, a year ago, I was not going to be on this path. I was doing nothing with my life. I wasn't working. You know, someone, some people say, oh, COVID fucking, it fucked everyone up. But I was just doing nothing. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't working. I was just coaching basketball. And yeah, I was getting up in that. But like, I wasn't really doing anything. But now, in uni, I'm doing my podcast stuff. I'm doing my media stuff. You know, I'm coaching again. I'm doing Youth League, which is a pretty high level for someone at my age. You know, I'm looking to get another job, you know, hopefully in the basketball capacity you know, certain things like that. So it's all looking upwards, onwards and upwards. And, you know, I, I, I would say the opportunity and just having my friends, like they're the best things about my life because, you know, hopefully in 10 years' time, you guys, there'll be more than, you know, 73 people that follow this page. And But the best thing is, this page I have, there's some people here that follow me that I don't even know. Like, it's crazy to me that I have people that I don't even know follow me. Like, there's a person on here... William underscore Sloan. I don't know you, mate, but I know you follow me. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, that's crazy that you follow me. Um, there's just other people on here that I just don't know that follow me. You know, Cooper Shanta, I don't know who you are. Dallin Murphy, you know, like Isaac Tinker, I don't know who you are. But you guys follow me. That's crazy. You know, that's so cool to see. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, like that, this lane, people can hear it. But, yeah, I'd say opportunity, 
and just my friends, man. My friends are my friends are my most important thing in the you know most important thing to me right now. But yeah, I'd go back. Um, one question comes from Robbie Merrick, mate. Great to hear. Big sneaker guy, this guy. This guy has the most sneakers I've ever seen. He probably has the 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 most varied and wide collection I've ever seen. It's probably and he doesn't talk about it as much as he should. I, I might get him on the podcast too because mate, he's got some mad stories. He said three shoes you'd love to see retro and why. Um, first one and one and this one that we both love and this why and this is kind of like how we became friends. LeBron ten, like the LeBron ten for me, that's a shoe I need to see retro ASAP. I don't care what color it is. I don't care if it's all black. I don't care if it's any color. I want to see the LeBron ten retro in the original form with that bubble, mate. I would be buying any size, any color in size thirteen. That is a gun shoe. If you guys have any size thirteen LeBron tens, let me know. Mate, I'll buy any pair of them. You know, hopefully, within reason, I'd buy a pair of them. They are such a great shoe, comfortability-wise, playing-wise. They're a bit unsturdy. That's why I kind of go towards the KD9. But that that nostalgia factor of having them would be cra- would be crazy. Um, a couple other shoes. It's really hard because I'd probably say Jordans because there's not a lot of other Nike shoes I'd love to see retro. Um, I'd love to see the Jordan Three Mockers retro. I think they're a really really clean shoe that I like and that I. Could have gotten for retail, and I just didn't buy them for some reason. At the time, I probably didn't have as much cash as I could have wanted to to, 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 pull, to pull that trigger. So I definitely wish I'd get to see those Jordan 3 mockers. Um, they're an all-white shoe with a little bit of brown hints on them. You know, I think brown's a color that's you know always going to be in fashion. It's a, it's a very neutral color. So for me, I'd like to see them. Jeez, uh, a couple other shoes. Well, I'm only into the Jordan 3s, 4s, 1s right now, if you ask me. The 5s I used to like a lot, but I'm not really wearing them. I don't mind the 8s. The 11s are obviously a great shoe, but I don't really wear that type of high top. And then you can say, oh, you wear your Jordan 1 high, but I wear a little bit of lows. You know, sometimes I wear the highs, but for me, I don't really, really laced up. Um, I would love to see... It's, a, it's a such a good question. There's so much variety I could go here. I'll go Jordan 3 white cement. 88 Nike back tap. They're, they're, they're for me. They're, they're my grail right now. That's the, like, the next shoe I want. Um, there's another shoe that just popped in my mind that will never retro, but I'd love to see it retro. I'll just talk about that then. But yeah, the Jordan 3 Retro 88 White Cements, they are so clean. I'd try to double up and buy two pairs. Anyone has a size 14 in them dead stock or 8.0 condition, let me know. I'll probably buy them off your hands. Yeah, I'd love to see them. And then another shoe that just popped in my head, the Nike Air Max 97 slash 1 Sean Witherspoons. If they retroed, I will pay at least a thousand bucks for them. They are grouse. They're my, they're my, they're our dunk crew. So I got a dunk crew on Instagram. You guys know who you are. That's our favorite shoe that none of us have that we want. We saw it one time at Real Deal. And we just held it. It was crazy. Like it's got satin interior, velvet velour, all this good stuff. All corduroy shoe. Like it's just crazy material. So yeah, I'll probably say that. But yeah, no. Go back. LeBron ten, Jordan three, and I'll go. I'll go to the Shawns because the Jordan three is the actual shoe colorway. I did give you some colorways, Robbie. Yeah, LeBron ten. Uh, any colorway. Um, if I had to go off the top of my head, oh, dude. I'd have to get a shoe that play in. The corks are kiddies, the corks are grouse, but to play in. Um, uh, I think they're the jewels, the crown jewels. They're pretty nice. Or the blue ones, the ice, the ices. They're really, really nice. But yeah, I'll go, I'll go any, any LeBron 10 bucks, to be honest. I don't really care what color. Um, guys, that's all the questions for now in the part one. I've got one more question that's just come through. Uh, it's come from Connor underscore Racine. Who is the better Racine, mate? You know, you, you know the answer to that, mate. It's you, brother. You know you're the best Racine in that household. You always have been, you always are. You are the king of Racines. Uh, yeah, that's all the questions we got for now, guys, on today's. 
I, if there's a couple more questions that come through, I will do another part episode. But guys, thanks for the questions. If you don't know where our Instagram is, at Lanes Media underscore or under capitalized letters, you're going to hear that again in the outro, guys. But thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Make sure you guys have a great day, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe all the content that's coming your way. Hit us up on Instagram at Lanes Media underscore or under capitalized letters. Thanks for listening, guys. But most importantly, have a great day.